0: This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet, bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet, what are you really gambling with? Five, four, three, two, one. Ow! I see assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every. Day. Bridge to Clark. Is this moron number one? I'm going to really hump it and hump it and hump. I'll be humping it. <laughs> Put moron number two on the phone. I hope we'll still be on air. What the hell is wrong with you two? But everybody's working.
1: Over time.
2: to the Rush Hour. Summer edition.
1: I feel good. Ah, oh, feel good. Yes, we do. The final hump day of the year for the Rush Hour. As we roll We've got the Rick Flairs, a little bit of Aaron Finch coming up too to talk about the Big Bash, Glenn Maxwell, and he'll also touch on some unicorns, if you can believe that. The hump day quiz with the hump mistress. Cannot wait for that, the last of the year. Top three, top five, number three of the Rush Hour moments of the year. We go to the family on the back of your commute in Bridge, Mark Leishman will be on the show as well to talk about the Oz yeah. Open that starts tomorrow, Cathedral Invitational, a joke from 2020. That is a jam-packed show, and if you don't like it, you can go home, but you do like it, so stay here. How are you?
3: <laughs> I'm exhausted from that <laughs> intro. Is that what we're fitting into this show? That's in two hours. Oh, my God. And, and what was the weather like today? Will we ask Robbo?
4: You can ask Robbo.
3: <laughs> See, it's been pissing down big time. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Hello, Rabsy. How are you?
4: It's Scotty, uh, how's Harry Mackay um, sort of handled the criticism that's been uh, come his way during the week? <laughs> criticism.
5: Oh, I'm the Collingwood I... <laughs> coach. <laughs> if you go into the other rooms and find out for us, that'd be great.
4: I just, I just seen Bossy walk past you, and I
5: thought. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Sorry. Man. I'm hiding.
5: <laughs> Daisy, <laughs> I'm We apologise. He's only you.
1: The funniest bit of radio I've ever been a part of.
3: How did that happen? So
1: Stevie J, we're interviewing Scott Selwood from the Pies. They were playing the Blues and he asked him about the Carlton full forwards goal-kicking woes. <laughs> and we obviously realised and let him go and then he said criticism wrong and he thought we were chuckling at criticism <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to compose ourselves. Oh,
3: my God. That could be in the rush hour best five, except that it wasn't rush hour. Correct. Uh, triple M footy best five. Yes. We Sunday rub that. best five. Um, news that is newsy, not sport. Yes. Well, I want to talk about cold play, or is it hot play? Ooh. Pre-sale ticket. <laughs>
1: You two are so we're not lyrically in lyrically the over there today. Just absolute <laughs> seamless radio so far. I feel so like far. Rab's and
3: I breaking up. No. Um, no, pre-sale tickets for Coldplay's Music of the Sphere World <coughs> Tour shows in Melbourne went on sale at 10 a.m. this morning, okay? Right. 10 a.m. this morning. Everyone got on, you know, it's like click, 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 click. The old days you'd, you know, line yeah, up. so
1: they're on computers. <laughs> yes,
3: They're on computers. Well, due to that. National- Incredible demand, a third and fourth and final date was added for Saturday the 2nd and Sunday the 3rd of November at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne. That is, of course, next year because otherwise it would be finished. Um, so what about that? That is, Have you been to a Coldplay concert? I have.
4: Yeah, it was amazing. One of the best at concerts. Marvel.
3: I mm. haven't. I have, oh, my God. It is worth queuing up on your computer <laughs> to get a ticket because they're absolutely fantastic. So what about that? Well, that's pre-sale tickets
4: are available now at Ticketmaster. General release tickets opening on Friday morning, Bridge. That's, yep,
3: that's exactly what I wanted to say. Hey, what else is happening? Uh, I've got some sporty rap stuff. Oh,
4: uh, nice. Cricket last night, Australia was chasing two. 222
1: against India.
3: Yeah, going in Our down. boy,
1: Glenn Maxwell, mm. went absolutely bonkers. Nuts.
4: Final delivery. And he's gone straight and finished it off in style. What a century this has been. What an innings this has been from Glenn Maxwell. Kept Australia in the series.
1: So this is a bloke who headbutted the ground after being on the back of a golf cart. Yes. <laughs> Having a good time at a whoopsie. Concussion yeah. couldn't play. Yeah. Come in in the uh, the fifty over format. Mm. Hit two hundred. Yeah, cramping everywhere. Yeah. Saved the series. We go on to win yeah. the World Cup yeah. last night. A hundred,
3: extraordinary, incredible. Well, sometimes when you have a knock, you become better at mm. things. Remember well, um, when you Molly had one Mel- the
1: other week, and mm. that's uh, proven that to be Not false. To be tra- uh, we go <laughs> to <laughs> the AFL. Molly Meldrum
3: fell off the ladder, and he stopped sort of stuttering. Do you remember that a few years ago? Absolutely true. Sometimes a good knock on the head is the, a good thing. We <laughs> last time we saw him with his pants around. At the okay, concert. well before that, before <laughs> that.
4: Test match. cricket's just around the corner, by the way. <laughs> Pakistan and West Indies are coming to Australia days. There's nothing like live test cricket. Don't miss out on international cricket action this summer. Search cricket tickets to be there, by yes. the way.
1: Yeah, so AFL. Fowle, uh, I broke this yesterday, that West Coast Eagles, of course, Harley Reid, was at the airport and Oscar Allen went to get Bridge.
3: You but broke that he was at the airport arriving did. at his new team.
1: With Oscar <laughs> right. Allen going to get yes. him. Yes. Yes. Oscar Allen and Liam Duggan have now been announced as co-captains.
3: Oh, so you reckon that you broke it because you picked that Oscar Allen was there to get him. Yes. Good so I to
1: say that, I forgot to. Uh, Port Adelaide great Warren Treadgate is again applying to join his former club's board 12 months after having a previous bid rejected by Koshy.
3: Yeah, okay. Will he get on? I don't think so. Why doesn't Koshy like him?
1: Uh, Well, he stuffs up a lot. He had zero and three. He said the job was untenable and Mm. then, I'm not sure what these guys are laughing at. Uh, Then they won 13 games straight, so that's not ideal. Golf, Tiger Woods is coming back. After eight months off due to ankle surgery, he will be back.
3: Do you reckon he's sick of it? Probably not. No. All right, all the, what are you laughing at, Rabs? Rabs has gone mad. Rabs has gone absolutely mad. You this happened ju- to you yesterday. I know, but that's because you all made right, a stupid mistake. Aaron
1: Finch coming up next. We need something to just break this up. We'll regroup and we'll be back with you
0: shortly. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> Triple rush M's L. rush hour. <laughs> Triple M. G'day, boys. This is the rush hour summer edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
4: The Big Bash is just around the corner, and we're joined right now by our man, big hitter from the Renegades, Aaron Finch.
0: Our next guest is all set to clear some boundaries when the Big Bash begins next week.
5: Most expensive figures in the Big Bash. Oh! Oh, And Finch has gone!
0: some tasty
6: analysis too a little bit of wit from Robertson there and he's thrown his hand through it that's a scrumptious drive someone had logged on to the thesaurus.com <laughs> to didn't they? please welcome Aaron Fitch. Oh,
1: Yes. welcome Finchy great to be speaking with you mate uh, you're back in the country or you're still over in India
6: no I'm back I've been back about a week so it was, it was amazing to be over there while Australia won that World Cup that was something else to be honest I mean up against all odds I guess and uh, a whole nation that, that oh, oh. all their hearts broke in unison.
3: <laughs> yeah, did did they what? And uh, you had two months there, which is a long time, Finchie. Is that the longest time you've spent in India and how was that?
6: Oh, it was a great trip overall, I think, getting to travel around so much and probably be a little bit freer than what you are as a player in terms of just being able to duck out every now and then and get to a restaurant or or a bar every now and then was, was really nice actually and, and different to what you experience as a player and mm. – and, I think I might have been maybe eight, nine or ten weeks in the past during an IPL campaign, but, I mean, as a commentator, you, you're travelling almost every second day. Some days you travel and commentate on the same day, and, and that can get pretty brutal at times. But overall, it was a, a really good, good experience and, and loved every bit of it.
3: What's harder, um, being the opening batsman or commentating? Because obviously it's a fairly new skill for you. How are you finding it? You're doing a great job.
6: Oh, thank you. I, I love doing it. And that's, that's totally different, to be honest. I mean, for Australian games, I was, I was still turning up and getting really nervous for the boys. And, yeah. and the World Cup final, without a word of a lie, I was more nervous turning up to commentate for them than I was when I played. So that, that was really interesting. And, um, but overall, I mean, it, it's just totally different. What, what gets you a little bit is, as a player, you turn up and you know where the change rooms are. Uh, you know, once you get there, you'll unpack your kit and you'll you'll go out and have a look at the pitch and warm up. As a commentator, you're going into a different entrance and it's all really foreign. So mm-hmm. that, that was probably the one part of it that that has thrown me a little bit because you you turn up to an entrance and you you're asking people where to go and they they're looking at you like you're an idiot. Like I <laughs> know how to get down there from the change rooms, but I don't know where to go now. So <laughs> bit of a change
1: how do you go walking the streets over there the indians they obviously love their cricket do you still get mobbed when you're out and about
6: a little bit yeah it's uh that, that's why going out is probably few and far between i guess and if you're in mumbai which is a, a beautiful city there's some amazing restaurants there and it, it's good to duck out if you if you get in a car but there's not a huge amount of walking around the streets i, I did do it once in kolkata uh, howie and i went out for yeah. a for an afternoon and we had no Google Maps or anything. We just said, right, this is the direction we're going and we'll see how we and that One minute into it, it, it uh, started to get a bit out of hand, so we had to pick
5: up the pace.
1: Uh, Howie was obviously chatting to us at one point, and this is what he went with.
5: I said to Finchie, right, he loves cricket. I can't go in there. You need to go in there and, like, make room and set at a table inside and try and catch the great
2: man's eye, to which Finchie, in one of the most courageous things I've ever seen, walked in <laughs> and got us an introduction to Mick Jagger, which was quite extraordinary. No way! Wow. Finchie even had the nuts, which I didn't. I've got it on my phone. Finchie had the nuts to get a photo with Mick, who is a cricket tragic. Uh,
1: Absolutely incredible. I want to know, you're a humble boy from Colac. How many stubbies did you have to down before you build
6: up the courage to go and ask Mick Jagger for a photo? Well, I was a couple down before I found out that Mick was there, so that helped, Daisy. I mean... (laughs) I had a day off in Kolkata and it was uh, a couple of days before the semi-final. So Howie and I had, had just sat around the pool and, and chatting as you do, talking all kind of nuffy cricket and sport stuff. And, and, yeah, then a text came through from Davey Warner, who's one of his best mates, uh, looks after Mick Jagger's security. Right. And he said, oh, Mick's at the restaurant at your hotel, go in and say hi. And for about half an hour, I kept putting it off and putting it off. And in the end, I was like, right, it's Mick Jagger. <laughs> you've got one chance. Man, go. So, so why not? And, uh, yeah, we walked into the restaurant and, and I introduced myself and yeah, it was great. He was, was a lovely bloke.
3: Wow. Was it, he was nice. Like he was welcoming. He wasn't like piss off. <laughs>
6: oh, no, absolutely. He was, he was brilliant. Uh, and having a few people, there was guys from the BBC, uh, who had been working with throughout the world cup and, uh, they, they were having dinner with him. So it was, it was, yeah, it was a nice night actually. And, uh, Got a little bit out of hand after that. Howie got a bit excited, and, <laughs> <laughs> as, as we all did, I think.
1: The old two pot screamer that is Howie. Hey, uh, <laughs> hang around. We got plenty more to chat to you about, including a bit of BBL, but also about Davey Warner.
0: A champion footballer. Thomas is up one of the biggest battles. Teams up with Radio Royalty. Your show, but I've taken over. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
4: Aaron Finch has stuck around from the Melbourne Renegades. By the way, you can grab your Renegades tickets and memberships at melbournerenegades.com.au with a three-game membership from just 60 bucks for adults and 15 bucks for kids. And their first home game is next Sunday in Geelong. Well,
1: before we go to that, you did touch on Davey Warner there. And there were some comments today made by Pat Cummins saying the side will be picked on form, not on sentiment. What do you read into that about Davey asking or demanding a farewell in Sydney?
6: I think you'll get the farewell in Sydney, to be honest. Good. I think Paddy Cummins is just a bit of uh, smoke and mirrors there, well, I reckon. But I think, I think overall, I mean, for someone who's given so much to Australian cricket over a long period of time, um, I'm, I'm expecting Australia to win the series against Pakistan. I think they've, they've shown how good they are in Australia as well. So yeah. um, he, he deserves it. He's been a great mm. of Australian test cricket for, for such a long period of time and um, I, I wouldn't call it a send-off. I mean, he's still he's still arguably yes. His numbers haven't been as good as what they were a couple of years ago. But I mean, if he went back and played shield cricket, he would dominate. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's just it's just a merry-go-round of, of people people wanting to chop some heads off at, at, at the selection table. I think, and and particularly the public, but. I know behind closed doors within the Australian team, they're really clear on the direction that they want to go.
3: Yeah. Now we should talk T20, of course. Australia had a good win last night after losing the first two. And gee whiz, Glenn Maxwell, oh. what about him?
6: Oh, he's he's made that trip of India um, really, really special. I think I, I was lucky enough to be at Delhi when he got 140 balls against the Netherlands, and I thought that that was as good as I would see for the trip. Yeah. And then to see him get 200 at one stadium in Mumbai, that was the most mind blowing thing I've ever seen on a cricket field. Uh, and not just one day cricket. I think that's the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, it was, it was extraordinary wow. um, for, for a guy on one leg, by the well, no legs by the end, he was just standing and slogging. But to get 200 in a run chase of 290 being seven down early, that was just next level. Mm. And, and then to back it up with, with a hundred overnight, it was extraordinary. So, the last six or eight weeks have been very fruitful for Glenn.
1: Do we start to worry about park cricketers though? Because obviously Maxi fell off a golf cart, concussion came back out. Two hundred and a hundred. Travis Head hasn't been to bed. He made a hundred and then he made another quick five thirty. Oh, Is this wow. the right message to be sending? Is my question.
6: Why not? It, 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 the, the average park cricketer probably does it. it, it I mean, Australian cricketers are just part cricketers. They're, they're just, they're just the best well, part yeah. So, <laughs> so that's, that's, where the, that's where the difference lies. Uh, well, I
3: will tell you what, I'm looking forward to Finchie, is uh, is what I call the fun cricket, the big bash, and can't wait to see the Melbourne Renegades in action. And Nathan Lyon, how's that? That's looking fantastic for
6: you. Yeah, it is, and and to have Nathan and Adam Zampa, I think with uh, they'll they're going to cross over, uh, so I don't think they'll get the chance to play together. Oh. Uh, because the tests will be on, so Nathan will miss, and Zampa will play. And then when the one days or T20s are on, Lyon will play, and Zampa will be playing for Australia. So, uh, but overall, that, that's a couple of great gets for the Renegades. I think we've been um, we've been crying out for some for some help with the ball. I think with Kane Richardson's been shouldering the load for a long period of time um, as the main bowler, and yeah, he, he's the, the both of them will be fantastic for us.
1: What about your first home game? So you come up against the Sixers, which is Nathan Lyons' old side. That's away. Then your first home game is in Geelong.
6: Down at the Cattery. It's, what a place. It's it's literally just around the corner. For me yeah, well, that so, was going
1: to be my next question. You live in Geelong now. So how much pull have you got down there just to <laughs> say, I'm not driving up to the G. Uh, we'll have it just around the corner if you wouldn't
6: mind. Yeah, exactly right. It's good, very good scheduling because we have about 10 days off after that, I think, as the Renegades as the, the test matches kick in. So, yeah, it's super excited. It's a great place to play cricket, is GMHBA. I oh, mean, yeah. the, the different, uh, sorry, the, the stands that are going up, I mean, it's still unfinished construction, but it, it's <laughs> looking unbelievable at the moment, the, the ground as well. So, yeah.
3: You're yeah, yeah, making your mark in Geelong. Uh, Bill claims he's the mayor. I'm Ooh, sort of starting to feel a bit I of like uh, finchy mayoral
6: royalty duties. Well, wow, we saw how his political career went and, and I will seriously not going <laughs> do that, I can guarantee. But he didn't last about 15 minutes, didn't he? Yeah, not that long.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, Vinci, one more question for me. I know you um, did some cricket in America and I don't oh. think of America and cricket as uh, the same thing. <gasps> Tax <it>, right off. <laughs> what, what's it like playing over there?
6: That was unbelievable, actually. It was, it was something that I've always wanted to do and it's been in the pipeline to have a T20 comp based out of the US for quite some time, and uh, the fact that it, it got up probably just in time for me to be able to play in one was, <laughs> was really exciting. Because, um, cricket Victoria, they had a hand in in running the high performance of the San Francisco Unicorn, so that, that was that was really well done. The competition as a whole was was brilliant, and it's, it's always fraught with danger when you're taking a, a global competition to a country that doesn't have cricket infrastructure. So, uh, but I was I was really surprised with how how much effort they would put in, and, and the facilities at in Dallas in particular were unbelievable. They converted an old uh, baseball ground, right. knocked it all down, and, and created a beautiful cricket oval. And there's going there's going to be T Twenty cricket uh, in the states a bit more often with Dallas, Fort Lauderdale in Florida, and New York used throughout the T Twenty World Cup, which is coming up in July.
1: You did say your team was the San Francisco Unicorns. Is that right? That's
6: right that's right the unicorns yeah that's right mate
1: In- interesting name uh, but you did get to tack on a holiday on the back of that
6: yeah there was a bit of a holiday which was nice yeah, nice we spent uh, i think we were with the major league cricket for two and a half weeks and we holidayed for best part of three months really <laughs> on the back of that um around the states and around europe as well It's it's been something that's my wife and I have been trying to plan for years, and every time we, we'd think we'd had a window to holiday, mm. something would come up and it, there'd be a change of schedule. Or, mm. um, yeah, so we, we've never been able to do it, so it was really special to do it. We had our daughter's second birthday while we were in uh, Italy as well, so that was, that was really cool, actually. and um, Yeah, something we'll never forget.
3: Well, loving, loving your new life, Vinci. It sounds great, and really looking forward to uh, seeing you on Channel 7 this mm. summer too with the cricket coverage. It'll be great.
6: Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it. Well, not seeing myself, but just, <laughs> just covering it. I don't need to look in the mirror too often at the moment, I can tell you that much. As Daisy would know, once you retire, well, I'm semi-retired, I guess, so you, you can sometimes let yourself go a bit, but... Uh, I've, I've, I've got to start training again soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate that fat shaming on the way up, hey, uh, all the best to you. Lay off the dim sims, go well in the BBL and all the best with your Channel 7 work. Thanks very much for chatting with us.
6: Thanks guys. Have a good day. <laughs> Aaron Finch from
4: the Melbourne Renegades, by the way, grab your Renegades tickets and memberships, melbournerenegades.com.au They open their home season next Sunday in Geelong.
0: Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
1: It is time for the last hump day quiz of the year. So, 133353, you need to be up and about. Big energies for the last one, Bridgie. Yes.
3: And in uh, uh, getting ready for my last hump day segment, I've been doing some camel work. So, mm-hmm. I'm right across every hump there is. Very good.
1: One, two, three,
4: five, three. Got to be up. A double pass to see Slash featuring Ooh. Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators because they're returning to Australia with special guests, The Struts and Rose Tattoo playing Ooh. John Kane Arena Tuesday, Feb 27. Tickets on sale now, destroyalllines.com. But a double pass to see Slash and Miles Kennedy up for grabs with the last pump day quiz humping, people. for hump the mistress. year. <laughs>
0: That's you. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition. With Daisy Thomas and you clo.
4: For the last time this year, it is time for the Hump Day Quiz.
1: What you going to do with all those humps, all those humps inside your hump? I'm going to ask you, ask you, hump. <laughs> hump me in the humpy hump.
2: My humps, my humps. My humps, my humps, my oh. humps. My humps, my humps, my humps. My lovely hump, Mr. Humps. Check it out. <laughs>
4: She's got me quiz.
1: The official best intro on radio, 2023, Never. as Never. voted by Rabsy and I. Yes, But that means it um, is time for the hump day I quiz am
2: so
3: honoured. the hump mistress. The hump mistress is honoured to have Aply that magnificent named. Uh, intro yes. <laughs> uh, named by you, I might add. Uh, now, who have we got on the line? Uh, hello, Prue from Queenscliff. How are you? Hi, Bridge. Hi, Daisy. How are you going? Good, We're thank you, Prue. Well, how are That's you? Good. Very good, thank you. Now, Prue is a good name for the hump day mm. quiz because you can say it quickly. Yes, it's, so very, I, it's short for prudence, but, yeah, I, yeah. All right. I'm just going to say Prue. All right. Do you want to practice? Prue.
4: Ah, very good. <laughs> Nailed
3: it. Ah, good girl, Prue. <laughs> well, good luck. And Prue's from Queensland. Is, is it raining down there? Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm going to say it's peeing down.
4: Yeah. Oh, mm. Robert, you prudence can yeah. say that. Style.
3: Yeah.
4: That okay. <laughs> pissing down big time. Yeah, yeah, yes that's <laughs> it. I was waiting for that. <laughs> Thank
3: you, <Robbo. laughs> Prue will be
1: taking on mm. head-to-head, fighting out of the blue corner. Yes.
3: Billy from, not Geelong, Berwick. How you going, guys? Hello, Billy. How are you? Good, thank you. You're a Pies supporter. Yeah, I'm a Daisy fan. Ah, well, we love you, Billy. were until he moved.
1: <laughs> one <laughs> meal to Billy. Right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now we
1: move on to question two. <laughs>
3: all right, Billy, do you want to practice your buzzer? Um, Billy. That's very good. <laughs> so, all right. Okay, this is a very serious quiz because it's our last one. So mm-hmm. I'll be
1: scoring today. Yes.
3: Okay. You bugged it up last week. I did. Week. That's
2: best.
5: I'm pretty ordinary pro, so you, you, you go all right.
3: Yeah. Okay, okay,
6: good, thanks.
3: A little bit of banter. Yeah, a little huh? bit
5: of chemistry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: Have you both got partners? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm done. Singles. Oh, oh single. <laughs> single. All right, well, you never know what will happen with the hump day quiz. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. In- no, I'm all good. Here we go. <laughs> Question one. Who won the first AFL game of the season between Carlton and Richmond?
2: Billy. Billy, I think. Billy in was in there yeah, first. Yeah, Billy. I'm going to say Carlton. Oh, Richmond.
1: Oh,
3: yeah.
2: I was two, going to say two Richmond, wrong actually. Answers. Yeah, yeah. Oh.
1: So, Prue, would you like to have a guess? So, Carlton yeah. and Richmond were wrong by Billy? Yes. So,
3: Carlton. Uh, not... Richmond? No, Richmond's yeah. wrong as well.
1: Uh, Draw. Yeah, ah. you figured
2: it out,
4: oh, Bill. Oh, Isn't the opportunity for the Blues <laughs> getting back? They drop the mark. Akers
5: put it to the ground. Opportunity, O'Brien steps through, but he's going to be tackled to the ground. First game
2: of
3: the year ends in a draw. Can't what a sensational that. start to the season that was. Bad luck, Prue and Billy. It was a long time ago. So you want the score me. check?
4: Yes. Yep. Nil all. There is a theme That's to this right. quiz as well. It's a 2023 theme. Oh, I, I gathered
3: that from the questions. Yeah, but, yeah, but I don't you think the contestants that. knew. Oh, was yeah. I meant to tell no, you? No, I did. Yeah. Sorry, the <laughs> yeah, hump just can't wrong. do everything. <laughs> all right, here we go, Prue and Billy. Very important question for 2023. Which two blockbuster movies famously opened on the same day?
1: Billy. Billy? Yes, Bill. Barbie. He's mm-hmm. one of them, correct? And
6: I have no idea. Probably have a crack. Oh,
1: oh, I'm
3: gosh, out. Have... Ooh, it's a butt Yeah, no idea. Sorry. Oh, they couldn't be more, more different, these two films. It was Oppenheimer. Remember? Yeah, yeah we have no, got it. Really? <laughs> no one.
1: Good question though, Bridge. Scorch it? Do you want to score check after two questions? <laughs> yes. A zip all. <laughs> no, that's
3: good. We are nail- nailing it, Billy. Do <laughs> you know what? Maybe I should spend more time on writing these questions than humping. Can that's we split the I'm... prize yeah. in this end? Yeah, well, we, we'll see. We've got a lot of good prizes, <laughs> so we'll soon see. soon end it. All right, all right. Now, question three is a musical question, and I'm going to get you to go first, Prue. So are you yep. ready? Coldplay. Yes. Well, first I've got to say about Coldplay, they're having two new shows in Melbourne, I told you that earlier, for their Music mm-hmm. of Spheres World Tour. So I want you to sing the next line to this famous song, please, Prue. Yep. So
0: then I took my turn
2: Oh, what a thing to do And it was all yellow Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, yeah, my
3: something unfolds. I don't know. I don't know. I've just got a wall. <laughs> That's okay. Just going this swimmingly is, so this well. This is real Billy Brown area. Oh, no. I was just wanting to say yellow. That was all. <laughs> yeah. Well, yellow is not one of the words in the answer. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, let's give, let's give uh, Billy a go, can we?
0: So then I took my-
5: so yellow and you came along <laughs> i've <have> no idea <laughs> <laughs> Steve, oh,
4: yeah,
5: oh my god
4: is this the first time we're not going to award any no. points for a single? Okay, <laughs> it's the first time we're three questions in,
2: and What's
4: the score
2: zero. <laughs> I told you I was ordinary.
4: Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> has Bill ever done
3: this? Zero, 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 zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes yeah. Me Don't worry about times. that. But. All right, question four is an easy one, people. It's an easy okay. question. <sighs> Who won the Norm Smith Medal?
4: Billy. Yes, Billy. Billy. Um,
2: bloody! Uh, <laughs> I'm a clone sport. Um, two. Look. Oh, oh.
3: oh no, oh, oh, wow. have oh, you got wow. any idea? Um, who won the norms? Oh, um. <laughs> oh my god, this is embarrassing! <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> it was one of the greatest norms, miss ever, Bobby Hill. Remember, <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, no, don't. Okay. This do you want a score awkward. check?
1: Yes. cruise <laughs> <laughs> uh, on zero? I don't even barrack for calling. So,
3: Billy, no. like, you I know, do. that's that pretty bad, Billy. Really. It, it does. Survive. All right. Now, I'll you two it. you two need to stop flirting and redeem <laughs> yourselves. One of you needs to get this answer right. Are for you ready? Win, Bridget, for the win, Bridge. For the win. for the win. There's an audio question. Right. What was Bill, as in brownless, supposed to be talking about here? Fat is actually
2: a member of Gazman. <laughs> 25% off. So he, he off. gets an extra 25% <laughs> off all his purchases. You wait man. till I get an ambassadorship.
3: Oh. <laughs> Prue. Prue, Bell. what was Billy trying to say? He wanted a sponsorship from them, from Gazman.
5: Mm-hmm. What? No. Ambassador.
3: Oh. Like he wanted to be an ambassador for them.
5: Oh. Ambassador? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to say yeah. that. With with the overwhelming <laughs> quiz of 2023 to wrap
4: up an amazing year. <laughs> Brew
1: with the wrong answer gets the win. <laughs> Brew,
4: you've got a Bruce. double pass to see yes. slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the oh. Conspirators. Oh. What up, They're playing That'd be awesome. Tuesday, Feb 27, and Bill because um. <laughs> well, we kind of feel sorry for yeah. you, mate. You've got a $200 Neverland Store voucher as well, oh, the home of did. Australian streetwear, shop in-store or online, neverlandstore.com.au. Well, well, done, you, Bridget. well, well done, Bridget. Well Thank done, Bill. Really. Well
3: I'd like to apologise for my bad quizzing and I would like to hand over the Hunt Mistress title to yeah. you. You can new have person. a week
4: off next week. Thank you. It's <laughs> been <laughs> a lot of big moments in the rush hour this year, days. Yeah. Oh, we'll geez. get your top five moment next.
0: The skies are bluer. The sun is shining. The weather's warmer. So there's a full on there. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridget Duclos.
4: Bridget Duclos and Daisy Thomas who has been counting down his top five, <laughs> five favourite moments from the Rush Hour all week. Yes, and the family have come up with a part A and a part B of this
1: one. So ah. again, no surprises. Part 3A, Bridge, is Anthony William Brownless <laughs> doing a paid gig. A paid one. And his battles with yeah. the English language. Uh-oh.
2: The other day, I got into a chariot that Lisa had driven prior to me. Yep. She had it on Triple M. Of course she did. She listens to me. And I heard this. Billy Brownless here. It's E-O-F-Y at Ringwood Mazda. A time for great deals and ridiculous acronyms. You need to head in IRL or on the dub, dub, dub.
5: Oh, good. (laughs) So when I heard that, that? I said to myself, that's been put together in this building. Yep. And there's no chance Bill got that first time.
2: No, you just heard it. One so, take. So Rosie Walton what about was EOFY? given the task. Do you know what EOFY is? Of finding out who was in the booth when that voice went down mm-hmm. and what happened to the outtakes. Mm. Oh no, there'd be so, no
5: outtakes. So um,
2: let's just have a quiet I'd listen. To no, them. there wouldn't be. Billy Brownless here. It's EOFY at Ringwood Mazda. A time for great deals and ridiculous acriments. <laughs> ridiculous acriments, right? For a great deals and ridiculous acronyms. For a great deals and ridiculous acronyms. Acro- acronyms, acronyms. And ridiculous. Oh, and ridiculous acronyms. Acronyms. Oh, okay. And ridiculous acronyms. Is that better or no? Acronym. Ridiculous acrimon. Jim, righto. No, I got your point. A- <laughs> ridiculous <Ackerman's. laughs> acrimons. How many goes do you and want to... And sh- Ridiculous Ackerman. Ridiculous Righto, those, I get it. Those I get poor it.
0: bastards in the booth, <laughs>
2: yeah. were they paid overtime? They were. Like, they we no hung amazing. around for a while. By the way, I thought it's that was acronym, all Bill. confidential. It's although. not a hard word to say, acronym. I've got
3: uh, shit words. <laughs> 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 to, to be fair, it is not the easiest word in
1: the world. <laughs> it's not easy when you say the same wrong word over and over, though. There. So there's part A. So part B, after five o'clock. Oh does boy. it relate to that? It does. Oh, oh no. Oh, it's good. Does it we feature... Special friend of the show? Well, maybe from just down the highway. Coastal
4: town, maybe. Part B of Daisy's top five favourite moment (laughs) of the Rush Hour coming up next.
0: This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
1: As we were touching on, we've been doing the top five moments of the Rush Hour throughout the year. We've thrown to the family and they went with Billy's ridiculous acronyms before the break. Mm -hmm. That was part 3A. Mm -hmm. But 3B... Mm. Features a famous friend of the show.
2: Gav's in Avalon. <laughs> Hello, Gav. Uh, Dare's got it. <laughs> Gav! <laughs> Yeah, well, I just wanted to point out that the earthquake certainly hit down here in Geelong, actually. You'll notice that Kadinia Park on Saturday knocked all the seats out of that. <laughs> of oh, 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 oh. you did! Look at the picture on the weekend, Bill. What a beautiful sight. It looks like they're playing at the local skate park down there. And what a performance by your boys, too. Sam DeConing was so embarrassed he couldn't show his face. And how cowardly fat old Billy Gutless You didn't want to front up on air, bet 500 with Toby Green on the show, despite the Giants paying 20 to 1. But then knowing you, you'll probably turn up for the Giants reunion for that win next year. And then also, while I've got your ridiculous acronyms, how is that ad still on radio? I keep hearing it rolling around. It reflects poorly on Ringwood Mazda, but especially you, Bill. Your brand is terminal. I've got one more acronym for you. What? G-U-O-B-Y-F-S. What is it? Give up on broadcasting, you fat smack. <laughs>
1: and he's <cool>.
3: gone. <laughs> Brilliant. He is. He is talent. That guy. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that was your funny.
1: brand is terminal. <laughs> we love Todd. So there you go. There's number three A and three B.
3: Still, we're still voting on. Top five? Yeah.
4: You can go to our Instagram story, Triple M Rush Hour. Beersie's Beazie, chucked up a fake video of me falling off a chair, and you can just comment your favourite
3: <laughs> moment
4: so from the tomorrow year.
1: will be two? <laughs> yeah. And then as this works out, as the Ricky Ponting of Counting Down, Friday will be number one, Bridge.
3: Yes. Oh, oh, gee whiz, you are amazing. Thank you so <laughs> the much. The way you see things.
1: What about your ridiculous wish list?
3: Well, have you done your Christmas list? you guys for presents, because I'm going to give you a few ideas. Okay. Um, some fabulous ideas for your Christmas list.
4: Mm.
0: Tomorrow. Not tomorrow, next. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it
4: tomorrow if you want.
0: We're going to find something else to go up next, though. Triple M's Rush Hour Summer Edition. With Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos. I'm looking forward to
1: this, Bridge, because it is near on Christmas, or near on December 1, and we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. So you have to start thinking about presents for loved ones, for yep. friends, for family. Yep. I don't think you're buying for people you don't like, so we'll just stick with loved ones. So something's <laughs> come across your desk, though, which is, well, well I'll well, be the judge, but pretty ridiculous. Well,
3: you can be the judge. I don't, look, there's a place for everything. One person's,
1: <laughs> well, on the, one person's the first, treasure. Be careful how you say that about the first one on well, this list. Well, the
3: first one on this list. Okay, we're talking Gwyneth Paltrow. Now, those um, not familiar with Gwyneth, she has a website called Goop. Goop, goop, and it is um known for it's all about health, and she's very into uh, sexual health and oh, okay. um all sorts of things, and and she's like, really into mental health as well. I actually like Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm going to say it right. A lot of people think she's a princess, but I like her anyway. On her goop, she has bought out the Christmas gift guide for the people to give mm-hmm. them a few, you know, a few tips. So for what the everyday get... person, yes. And first on her list is priced at fifteen thousand dollars. And Inez 24K gold mother's helper.
2: Mother's little helper is coming out for more. <laughs>
3: $15,000. $15,000. 15000 mm. We want to do, it would want to be able to save you around the world for that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't does, you think?
1: It, does it come with a description of what it does do?
3: $15,000. No, it just works on certain areas. We'll
4: pass over that description. $15,000.
3: Okay. Uh, second on Gwini's <laughs> list is an antique escargot pick. Oh.
1: Oh, so snail pick. <laughs>
3: She's very particular. Yes, a snail pick. To eat your snails for five hundred and sixty seven dollars. You can get an antique pick. It's good value. Good value for a pick for your snail. <laughs> she has a seven day airship cruise to the North Pole. Airship? Mm. Yeah. Like, like a blimp. No, like oh. a blimp. Oh. A blimp. Oh. Uh, that <laughs> price is upon request, so you can only imagine what that costs you. She also has an island Blimps. rental.
4: Is Blimps aren't really a thing now, are they?
3: Blimps. Yeah. We had a blimp here for ages. I knew the pilot. Okay, there yeah, you go. It's okay.
1: still popular in The Simpsons.
3: Yeah, mm, in with, The Simpsons. Yes. In The Simpsons. So <laughs> Gwyneth
1: um, isn't really in touch at the moment, is well, she? Well,
3: she's also got, there's a lovely a lovely island rental, Turtle Island, Fiji, for 39500 a night. Mm. 30, <laughs> uh, go again? $39,500 a night. Per night. Yes. Uh, that's one of her gift list ideas. There is also a beautiful Hermes. Hermes. Hermès. Mm. That. Uh, Cavaletti doghouse. Does the boy house? from Drawn correcting
1: you on yeah. luxury brands? Have a new change. Have,
3: you didn't even know what Hermes was.
1: Hermes. <laughs> That's a ridiculous acronym.
3: But my favourite, yes. which I think is one that everybody should think about, is the aged, it's been aged for 24 months, Palmage, Palmage. Palm- <laughs> A
1: uh, 24 month worth of speech therapy what is going
3: on um <laughs> parmigiano reggiano which is basically parmesan cheese it's been aged for 24 months you can buy a little tiny wee 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 slice of that for 396 dollars now gwynnie has been told off by well, people understandably, saying understandably she's, she's lost tone plot. deaf. now look we understand there's economic crisis and everyone you know mm. i get that i get that but what's there her are net worth people in the world who would want expensive presents so all she's doing is catering for a certain lot I'm not suggesting you're going to get the Chanel roller skates for $5,125. You might actually. Well, <laughs> Mr Druin. Yes.
1: Imagine Mr. me on the Chanel roller skates going down Druin with my Hermes bag and the old... <laughs> 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 just for propulsion.
4: is
3: that's it. Well, just saying, I like the <laughs> list and get something on it for me. Okay. I think you know which one.
4: Yep. Well, Gwynny's worth about <laughs> two hundred million yeah, well, US she's going dollars. Yeah, she all right. So, so
1: comparatively,
3: that's mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Good on you, Gwyneth. Good on you, Gwynn. Don't you done, Gwyn. Yeah, I'm pretty much. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour has had a makeover for summer. Well, I'm just trying to trim up. Oh,
3: I'm sore. I've been boxing, but geez, I look good.
0: <laughs> this is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridget Quay
1: been plenty of golf spoken about on this show lately, Bridge, because, well, completely honestly, there's not a whole lot of other sport going on, really.
3: No, it's a funny time of the year to be on a uh, When Sport Meets Stupid show.
1: (laughs) Correct. So there's been some cricket, but obviously the golf is firing up and Mark Leishman up next will be brilliant because he is just an all-round good knacker from all reports.
3: Yeah. And I really want to ask him about, because he's played with the most famous people in the world, hasn't he? Like the best golfers in the world.
1: Correct. He's got his own beer. He loves lawn porn. Yeah. Lawn porn. Lawn Mm -hmm. porn. Mm -hmm. Never heard of it. Well, you might have to look it up, but he has, and we can ask him no doubt about Tiger Woods. Yeah. I is, wonder if he's
3: able to play would with Tiger, for sure, surely. He? Surely.
1: But, but Tiger Woods has come out, as we touched on off the top, and said he'll be making his return in eight months after some ankle surgery. Rabs, you got a little clip there of what
3: he had to how, say. How long, we um, that. How long days since he um, won a major? Tiger. Yeah. Well, it's been a while, hasn't it's it? It's
1: been a, a long, long time. A long time. Uh, but interestingly enough, so he'll be teeing it up. 3.30 a.m. Friday morning,
2: mm-hmm.
1: his first game back. But Minwood Lee, who sensationally won on the weekend yes. up in Brisbane, he'll be teeing it up in the Oz Open that starts tomorrow, the Cathedral Invitational next week with Mark Leishman and other stars. He has come out today and mm. declared that he wants to be the Australian version of Tiger Woods. Aww. This is a 25-year-old kid wow. who is playing some great golf yep. on the DP World Tour. He'll be back at the Masters this year. Yep. He is shooting for the stars and declared he wants to be Tiger Woods. Good. He's out. You
0: want to be world's best golfer? Is that the aim? Yeah.
1: Um, would love to be number one golfer in the world. Um, but if, if not, just make, a, make the world a better place. Do you want
5: to be Australia's Tiger?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, it'll be nice. Tiger plays great golf and I would love to be,
5: um, you know, the face of Australian golf. Uh, I feel like I I can.
3: You've got to aim high, though, Like You said to me we were chatting, I don't know, sometime. This sounds made up. No, no, no. We were were chatting um, off air the other day about um, whether, you know, whether really competitive people who are at the top of their game can be nice. Remember we were having a yeah, yeah. chat and you were saying you've got to be competitive to get well, to the top.
1: You have to, and you almost have to have that little bit of a crazy obsession in you to get there, but yeah. you have to have the dream first. And to say that he only wants he wants to be the face of Australian golf, to yep. be like Tiger, but also to do nice things in the world, he's just a, a fantastic result. And he is Somebody, and we saw the way he plays on the weekend. He loves it. He gets the crowd involved, yeah, the party it. hole. He's doing the big clap and whatnot. So exciting times for Australian golf. Yeah. Um,
3: I, I, and I love Minji too. She's fantastic. Well, what a family. I know. As I said, I want to meet the mum and dad. Can we put in a request for their mum and dad?
1: No, that's two thumbs down from Zoe, Rose, yeah. and Busy. We'll
3: let's find out. <laughs> <Okay. Pair> <laughs> <us> <laughs> well, you
1: know, I look you forward get, to it. And I can't to... wait to ask Mark Leishman about Tiger. I can't wait either. Triple M's Rush Hour
0: Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclos.
4: What a treat this is! We are joined by Aussie golf superstar, the Warrnambool flyer himself, Mark Leishman.
0: Our next guest has 13 professional victories worldwide, and even though he's a genius with the putter, that's some good line. Look at this! The oh my! Putt. Sometimes he doesn't even need it. Oh, oh this guy. my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> that is the oh, third oh, hole oh, out for yeah. Mark this week. He's looking to grab win number 14 this week at the Australian Open in Sydney. Please welcome the Warrnambool Flyer. Seriously, how bloody good is the ball, Mark
1: Leishman. <laughs> oh, hey. absolutely. Leish. seriously though, how bloody good is the ball?
5: Yeah, it goes all right. Uh, I've been back there for a while, so looking forward to getting back there next week.
3: And beautiful work coming in third in your last one. Are you ready to go again tomorrow?
5: Yeah, ready to go again. Um... Yeah, obviously had a pretty good finish there at the PGA last week. Um, Minwoo sort of ran away with it a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was nice to have a, make a couple of long putts there on the uh, last couple of holes and finish third. So hopefully I can go a couple better than that this week and um, walk away with a win.
1: Fairly modest uh, course record equaling last round, correct?
5: <laughs> uh, I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. I think they went with that I on the uh,
1: Telecast. 63? I'll take your
5: word for it. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> yeah. 64. Yeah. Oh, OK. Well,
1: maybe you missed by one, but you did miss this last yeah. part. Have a listen to this. And back to 18 and Mark Leishman. Had quite the day. This for an eight-under 63 to match the course record. It's got a chance. It's got a chance. Yes. Mark Leishman fires a 63 on Sunday. Can you believe how much support is, and how much the Aussie golf scene's growing?
5: Yeah, it's going well. Um, you know, obviously we've got a fair few good players at the moment. moment you know, older and and young guys. Um, you know, the live event in Adelaide, I think, really helped with that. Yeah. Um, well, with the you know with how it's taken off, that was such a massive event. Um, so much fun to go to and to be a part of, you know, to play in that event was a massive buzz. But, yeah, Australian golf's flying at the moment and hopefully we can uh, get a few more wins for us next year.
3: Now, Lee, you're known for being a very good putter and I need to ask you a question. When you putt, do you look at the ball and not look at the hole?
5: I do look at the ball, yes. (laughs) I have a fair idea where the hole is most of the time. (laughs) No, I do look at the ball when I'm hitting it.
3: (laughs) Okay, because that's what someone told me. you just got to look down on the ball and not where the hole is. I think that's pretty solid yep. advice for oh, the good. general <laughs> sport of golf. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I know you've got to look start. at the ball, but you know what I mean.
1: Well, Bridge is becoming a bit of a golfer. She's been playing for three months. How long into your career did it take you to get a hole in one?
5: Well, I had my first hole in one when I was 15, I think. Oh. Um, so probably, what, that seven years? And how many yeah, have you had? So I started when I was eight.
3: How many in your I've life? I've
5: had, I think, about three. Thirteen or fourteen, yeah. So, how but I played have, a lot of golf too. Listen,
1: <laughs> to all this, the reading. ones
5: I've made, I've missed a whole lot more than that.
1: <laughs> Bridge, how many have you had in three months? I've had one in three months.
5: I think, oh, good start.
3: I'm thinking I won't get to. I don't think I'll get to 13 ever. Somehow. What um, about
1: your uh, your good I mate Cam it. Smith on the weekend? Had a bit of a meltdown. Started belting the bag. We mm. love that as the you know the casual slapper. Does he get a fine for that?
5: Yeah. Or <laughs> I doubt it. Um, yeah, obviously, you know, when you're playing in your home events, you want to do well and um, it just shows how much it means to him, really. You, know, you don't see that much out of Cam, but I oh, know he was really disappointed with uh, with how he played and um, let it out on the golf bag, I suppose. So, I'm sure he'll have, have, a, have a, uh, a replacement this week and he can um, hopefully not <laughs> – Beat that one up as well.
3: Mm. Now, Lee, you've played in some of the most beautiful golf courses uh, around the world, and I believe you're quite um, manicured when it comes to your own grooming, as in lawn.
5: <laughs> yeah, the lawn. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – no, I do like uh, cutting the grass. It's um, become Is- a bit of a an obsession of mine. Is it um, the smell? But, um, no, I don't know if it's the smell. I think it's just the, the instant gratification that you can – have something that doesn't look great and then you can cut it and it looks, you know, you get the stripes on it and <laughs> it looks great straight away. So it's, um, it's like having a shave or something like that, I guess. It's uh, just that instant gratification. Do
1: you yeah. refer to it as the lawn porn? Because that's becoming quite a thing online.
5: Yeah, a lot of people love it. Um, yeah, I, it's funny. I can post pictures about golf for um, <laughs> kids and the lawn always, always has uh, – The lawn always has the best uh, number of views and all that sort of thing. But it was funny. I was actually at a casino in the Bahamas um, a few years ago and I had a lady and a man walking towards me and the bloke's like, hey, babe, that's Leishman, that's Leishman. She's like, I've no idea who that is. And he goes, you know, the golfer. She's like, no, no clue. And she goes, you know, the bloke who cut his grass all the time. She's like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so she knew me for that rather than the golf. So that's becoming pretty common.
3: Oh, that is fantastic! And not only uh, do you manicure your lawns, but you've got your own beer.
5: Yeah, I got my own beer, Leishman Lager. So um, yeah, we're trying to uh, to grow that and get it in a few more places. So um, it's going to be up at Cathedral Lodge okay. there in a, mm. in a week or so, and um, hopefully everyone will be enjoying. One or two cold ones.
1: Lease, you did just touch on the Cathedral Invitational—a great opportunity to fans to get up close and personal with some of golf's best, walking inside the ropes on the fairways.
5: Yeah, it's going to be a, a good field. Um, you know, Cam Smith, Adam Scott, myself, uh, among a lot of others, uh, are playing. Um, such an unbelievable golf course, uh, just a, in a in a great setting, and um, it's a it's a fun event. You know, we. We're there to uh, obviously try and win a tournament, but we're probably more so um, to to really entertain the crowds and and have fun. So it's a good um, end of year event um, and we're all excited to get up there.
3: Leisha, of all the golfers you've had a round with in a tournament or casually, um, who's the most unbelievable golfer in your mind uh, as far as the whole show goes?
5: Oh, I mean, it has to be Tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, pl- lucky enough to to have played with him probably fifteen or twenty times mm-hmm. um, in majors and a lot of other tournaments. Um, but he's um, yeah, he's as good as I've seen. Um, doesn't matter what the situation is or what the score is. He's if it if it you know if you need to hit a certain shot, he hits it and doesn't doesn't really care if it's you know for a. Eagle or birdie, or you know, on the cut line or, or leading the tournament, he just plays what's required, and um, I've always admired that about him. And uh, he's he's pretty good to watch and, and fun to play with as well.
1: Does the buzz ever go when you're walking up to play with Tiger?
5: No, no, it never does. I, I probably, I think it was 2018. I played with him probably five or ten times in one year, and um, it was it was it was a buzz every time. I, I remember the first time I played with him. It was probably as nervous as I've ever been. Yeah. Um, and it, get, it does get better after that. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's a fun one to play with.
3: How much chit-chat is there, <laughs> like, between you and the other who you're playing with?
5: Yeah, it, I mean, it depends who you're playing with. Um, you know, if myself and Cam or, or Scotty are playing together, um, it's it, it's a fair bit. Um, Me and Tiger used to actually talk, talk a reasonable amount uh, on the way around. And then there's some guys that sort of don't really like talking. So... Um, you go, you know, obviously, like anything, you you judge your your audience and yeah. Um, yeah. sort of take it from there. But you know, just like like any other thing,
1: is there anyone you don't like teeing it up with?
5: <laughs> oh, there's a couple, but uh, <laughs> for the most part, there's a, you know, it's, it, it's it's like society, but um, for the most time, it's uh, for the most part, it's real good. Yeah, without most going into names, really, of course. I'm
1: I'm what's the reason they're annoying to play with? Is it the the same annoyances we get as the the casual slapper?
5: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, people who talk too much or are slow—probably slow—is the biggest one. Um, mm. If you're not ready to play, it's it's pretty uh, pretty frustrating. But um, when the you know we get penalised and fines and all that sort of thing, so most of the guys are, are fairly quick and um, and respectful. Fairly is a you, bit of a loose term yeah. at the moment. <laughs> sure. Have
3: you ever had the misfortune of playing with a cheat like Donald Trump? <laughs>
5: Uh, I haven't, um, no, no, I haven't. Um, but I've, i I have heard some stories.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Does he say it? Donald
1: Trump?
4: I yeah. think so. Oops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, so you're off to cathedral. This, what can we expect out of the Aussie open starting? And then what do you expect going into cathedral?
5: Yeah. I mean, the Aussie open is going to be, um, going to be a good one. There's a lot of great players. It's an unbelievable field like it was last week at the PGA, um, you know, I would expect Cam to to come back uh, pretty strong after a disappointing week last week. Uh, the course is going to be fairly soft. There's been quite a lot of rain, um, but I think you know there be it'll make for some low scores and um, pretty entertaining golf. And then Cathedral, uh, really excited to get down there again. Like I say, mm-hmm. it's a just a fun event, uh, relaxing, sort of an end of year wind down, and um, like I say, one where we really try and entertain the crowds and it's um, it's just fun to play events like that every now and again and we're mm-hmm. certainly all looking forward to the Cathedral. Oh, no, we to
1: appreciate you taking some time to speak to us, mate. All
5: the
4: best with the next couple of events coming up.
5: No worries. Thanks, guys.
4: Aussie golf superstar Mark Leishman on the Rush Hour. By the way, if you want to see Leish alongside Cam Smith and Adam Scott at the Cathedral Invitational, you can grab your tickets at cathedralinvitational.com.
0: Sun's out. Now. What are you doing, Fat? I'll have a spell. <laughs> have a spell, Pat. This is the Rush Hour Summer Edition with Daisy Thomas and Bridge Duclo.
3: I can't believe we've only got two more days to go, Bridge. I know, I'm heartbroken. I really am, although... <laughs> It does mean only one more of Bill's jokes because, let's be honest, the last two have been pretty ordinary.
1: Yeah, well, they've been poor. We'll get to one of those in a minute. minute. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you say Bill, you're just forced to start speaking now, like you know him.
3: It's done it to me as well. Yeah, I, used, I, just... I used to speak real well like
1: him. <laughs> um, you've got a joke to tell tomorrow, though. Oh yes, You've been so... bagging him out yeah. and now the responsibility falls yes. on your shoulders.
3: And I'm going to tell my favourite joke, which is a shame, because mm. I am a very bad joke teller. Well, if you ask anything, <laughs> the worst thing I'm at is telling jokes. But I'm going to give it a good. In fact, I'm going to practice tonight.
1: Okay. Well, we look forward to that tomorrow. And we'll of s- course, Friday, Will Anderson. Will Anderson, oh, who that, can a proper comedian? Yeah, he's proper. Yes. Uh, tomorrow, Sonia Hood will be in from the North Melbourne Footy Club. Oh How yay. good Is that Fantastic. Alan Big Source Williams? Have you met the big sauce? I have
3: not met the big sauce, but I've oh. heard you two talking about the big sauce so he's many He's a times. great man. Yeah. Yes. Looking forward to the sauce. Is I'm he sauce or big sauce? Look he's, at
4: Rose. Yeah, he's big sauce. Oh, mm. Rosie's
3: giving herself a fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that's sort of big sauce. all three
1: of the bachelors <laughs> in here too. You may need to calm down, Rich. <laughs> right.
3: Now, I'm in charge of the bachelors when they come in here. Okay. okay. <laughs> Which is completely fine. <laughs> I will sort them out. Don't you worry about that. Yay, all three.
1: Yes. Wow. And we'll get to number two of the top five moments of the year it's a big show for a Thursday. But to wrap up today's show, we go to Billy Brownless mm. to tell us one more of his jokes for the last time this year.
2: <laughs> End the day with a laugh. Um,
1: I have a joke. This is Billy's joke.
2: Jim. Yes. If all the people on Earth stood six feet apart along the equator, okay? Yes. Many of them would drown. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Fair
5: <laughs> <income>. <laughs> ah! Oh, that's a, loves that's a plastic right
3: there. Yeah, he's back. Uh, Simple. I love it. He's back. He's effective. back, our boy. Plastic. Ooh. We
1: needed a plastic. See, we needed a lift. You know what that is. That's just tempering it for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But also, but also <laughs> the short bar. delivery, oh, yeah. the
3: short delivery, less time to muck it up. Guy Bill. You're back, baby.
1: Good luck tomorrow.
3: Oh, I'm ready. This is fresh
1: La la la
4: big
2: sauce, cup, I'm You are the king of the divan.
0: Triple M's rush hour with JB and Billy. Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival.
4: Blue Bet, download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?